0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: Welcome to Space to Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Gielan, And I'm Connor Flannery. This is our 18th official episode. There is a seven and a half game difference between the first seeded Nuggets and the 14th seeded Timberwolves in the Western Conference. It's just, it's so tight. I, I, w- I want to talk yeah. about this. We're going to focus on mainly this, and I guess we'll get into the Eastern Conference too mm-hmm. if you want.
0: Yeah. I mean, 30, it, 30 games in, this is a serious playoff race, yeah, right?
1: Yeah, every team has played at least 29 to 33 games, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, especially in the West, we have the top three teams are separated by a game. The uh, the 11th-seeded Kings are 5.5 games back mm-hmm. of first place. And yeah. obviously, like this isn't going to how this isn't how it's going to be for the rest of the season because it's only mm-hmm. thirty games in. Yeah, I mean, the, the, still, the, the like, difference will spread out. Still, but like in past seasons, you yeah. see that like it, it's, it's not more a,
0: spread out. Right now, there's really only one team in the West that is out of playoff contention, and that's the, that's um, the Phoenix Suns. Suns right, they're, they're eight and twenty-four. The the fourteenth seeded Minnesota Timberwolves are fourteen and seventeen. Most usually, you know, I guess the cutoff you would assume would be about, you know, teams that are like 500. So, teams that are winning like half their games. Keep in mind, so, the Timberwolves are 14-17. The,
1: or- the Orlando Magic are 14-16 and 16 and are the 8th seed in the East. Yeah. So, that just shows like how tight the West it is. Yeah. Right? And also just... I thought the East-West kind of disparity was going to be over, and I think it kind of is in terms of the top of the conference. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. But the East have has the, five. The top of the East is very strong this year. It I think is. We're seeing. It is. But then again, after five, you have like teams like the Piss. Piss. No, the Pistons are good. After six, you have like teams like the Hornets, the Magic, the yeah. Nets, the Heat
0: that are there. And, because- and while those teams are like top heavy, and have a, I have you know like maybe one or two players that are winning them games they're not they're not really gonna be teams. Play- they're not gonna be very strong playoff teams yeah
1: because of that and i heard a lecture from steven rosenberry who was a former college player one of the best years mm-hmm. in the country and now he's the assistant gm for a couple years for the portland trailblazers and he said mm-hmm. that the east, that the eastern conference western conference disadvantage is horrible and obviously like he's mm-hmm. with the trailblazers so mm-hmm. they like hate that Yeah, they're kind of stuck in the middle of the West when they would be more upper tier in the East. And he he said that everyone around the league knows that if they had a vote, uh, you need like a two-thirds vote to change it or whatever in like the league meetings. Mm -hmm. But if you had a vote of East-West, like get rid of the conferences for the playoffs, there would be 15 yeses and 15 (laughs) noes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what he said. Like 15 noes from... The from East, the East, yeah. And 15 yeses from the West. That makes Cause, sense. Yeah, because 14 teams right now, I would say, are playing like playoff teams in the East.
0: In, in, the, West. in the West. In the West, there are 14 teams that are playing like that. The, yeah, like that
1: if they were in the East, they would yeah, be playing yeah. like a playoff team. Yes, yes. I don't know if they would end up with the playoffs. Like
0: We'll talk about the Kings. We'll talk but about the Grizzlies. What we're trying to say is that... Is that the west it really basically everybody outside the suns is putting together a, a pretty solemn number of wins like there's outside of the outside of the suns in the west there's really no teams that are, that are really trying to tank or anything you know yeah. like and and for a season that we thought would be pretty much dominated by the warriors and and that the warriors would basically just stroll to the you know to the championship which they still might do in the in the in the in the playoffs it's actually been a competitive regular season thus far which i think is very exciting and it'll be interesting to see sort of how the conferences end up and shape up and sort of who makes the playoffs, who doesn't, how this playoff race ends up because maybe the the, the playoffs themselves, as we get down closer, if, if no team can match the Warriors, at least the end of the regular season will be very competitive. Yeah. For reference, we're recording this on
1: Thursday, December 20th, and the standings, just for reference, goes Nuggets, Thunder, Warriors, Lakers, Trailblazers, Clippers, Rockets, Spurs, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Kings, Jazz, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Suns. Mm -hmm. Out of those teams, which do you think will kind of, within the next, like, 20 or so games, just kind of fall out of this, like, very, very close bunch? 20 or 30 games?
0: I don't know. It's hard for me to say... Because all of these teams are playing very, very well and have shown flashes and and at least signs in their wins. Yeah. Then again, if a team is
1: overachieving, yeah. Do you think then they could could fall back down to earth? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So like, I would say that like, the Trailblazers heading into the season, we would not have expected to be the fifth seed at this point. They are eighteen and, and thirteen, and yeah.
1: but they were they were like the one seed with the Clippers for a little bit. Yeah, but they're five and five in their last ten, which is meh.
0: Exactly. So so because the because the Trailblazers are falling back down to earth a little bit, I don't I don't think that they will finish the season as a top five seed in the West. Okay, they're will they right will they still stay in the playoffs? I think probably, but I would I would, if I was to guess. Um, it would probably be lower seed, maybe Again, like th- this episode.
1: We're not like rank. We're not predicting yeah, 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 the yeah. seeds in the playoffs. We're that's just, that's we're, so hard to do at this yeah, point. We're yeah. an- we're analyzing the Western Conference, just seeing who will drop, mm-hmm. who will stay, and with a conference that has thirteen yeah. playoff caliber teams, so like, just try to make sense of that.
0: Yeah, but, but and because so, so because I think the Trailblazers. We'll, we will continue to see the Trailblazers be a very solid, but despite the Trailblazers not really having had any success in the playoffs with their backcourt of Damon C.J., we will continue to see them be a team that makes the playoffs and it's pretty solid. Like you said, in the West, they're sort of they sort of been a mid-tier team for a long time. Now they could have been higher in the East, but I think we'll continue to see that this year, where they won't be like a top five seed, but they will sort of continue to like hang on to playoff hopes, unless they make like some big move. I, I, don't, I don't think they have the roster and the salary cap
1: to do yeah. that. The thing is, I think this team... I didn't even realize it, but I guess you're right. That they could somehow... If their role players just kind of decline over the course of the season, they yeah. could definitely fall, which I don't want because the Trailblazers are kind of like my second or third team because I just loved, Damian I Lillard, love Damian yeah. Lillard. Damian Lillard is so fun to watch. I love like, so exactly, him yeah. Um, But because the reason why they were like so amazing at the beginning of the season is because Ev- they were actually getting very good production out of evan turner yeah out of, like out of all their like good solid role players zach collins Nurkic was being Nurkic, um layman Alfred, Alfred what, what's layman's first name jake ja- J- jake layman he's our starting small forward he was playing very well and then Alfred Camino and mo harkless and evan turner yeah. evan turner wasn't making his threes but he doesn't have a three-point shot but Mo Harkless and Mm. Alfred Camino were making their threes which is really key and Evan Turner was like when Dame wasn't on the court I'm pretty sure like they they still had a good offense with Evan Turner yeah
0: Evan Turner was sort of going back to that role that we saw him play I guess I wasn't really watching basketball at this point but like he played on the Celtics back a few years ago as sort of like a six-man role where he would come off the bench and play big minutes and really keep the offense alive and I think that's that's something that's very important for the trailblazers team who historically like over the course of the last few years i mean has been very very top heavy so so the the offense that evan Fournier, or sorry evan turner has been providing off the bench is vital to this team's success also i think zach collins can keep
1: up his production he's been playing to the point where you ask yourself is Mm Yusef nurkic expandable expendable yeah i agree what's his contract does he have a high contract i feel like i feel, like, I feel like it's i feel like they paid him 25 million dollars or something i maybe he's making, definitely getting paid may quite making, a bit. maybe maybe 20 i don't know i I may have made that up but i think you suddenly use of nurkic is expandable um, oh oh shoot yeah i did make that up 40, yeah, yeah 40 or 48 eight. Four or 48 that that's a good deal i was about to say did, that's if yeah they that steven adams money that would be bad yeah
0: but um, hey, that's that's actually but that's a that's a long time right so it's a, that's a that's a Four years to, con- to, mit- to commit to use of Nurkic, who's a very like solid center, but like he's very average. But yeah, he's, but he's not, he doesn't bring great a, defense. A, yeah, yeah. I think for a Trailblazers team, like I think that we and he see he can't shoot the three. Exactly. but Zach Collins has shown yeah. he can be average, like Joel and, and Zach, Zach Collins. I think is moving towards sort of more the uh, more of the futuristic NBA big, but. Really, on a Trailblazers team, I, I don't think the offense is the problem here. I think that more like they need they need more defenders. Like you, we've seen, Alvaro Aminu be one of their mo- their most important role players. Not only because he's developed like a semi consistent jump shot, but like because he can, can he can switch to a lot of different positions on defense. I would argue that is there a cap on how.
1: Good, your defense can be if you start Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, and you Nurkic. I totally agree, right? So yeah, I, Just their
0: wing, their wing players can defend. Now, I I also don't I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Zach or Zach Collins is gonna. It has, really looks like he's gonna be a great defender. Like I think he's been better than Nurkic. Really? Yeah, okay, so he's all right, so I'm I'm wrong there. But I mean, like, if if Zach Collins is guy is a guy who. Who's sort of more of a futuristic big offensively, and that he can shoot and spread the floor. Maybe not like bully players inside as much as Yusuf Nurkic, but or maybe like be as great of a rebounder. But like bring solid defense and spread the floor. That's kind of what you need as for, for the Trailblazers right now. But like we start, sort of going back to the the main topic of like the, the playoff race. If if maybe some of their role players can continue to contribute the way that they have been. And this team could definitely stay afloat towards the top of the Western Conference. But if not, I, w- I, would, I would not be surprised at all to see them sort of dip back down to be towards the bottom of the playoffs playoff race, but like still hanging on. right? The, and they could fall out, but I'd, I would expect them to stay in. Okay. I'm
1: looking right now at the seeds 1-14, to 14, mm-hmm. and I really see kind of three teams. I didn't really think of the Trailblazers when I was looking at this, but I see three teams that kind of don't have the talent to where I see them being like, hey, roster-wise, you're one of the top eight teams in the West. For these three teams, I have the Clippers, which I think is the best of of these three teams, the Mavericks, who are sitting at the nine seed, Mm -hmm. and the Kings, who are sitting at the 11 seed. However, the Kings are only two games back of the Lakers, who are the four seed, Mm -hmm. so yeah like we're recording this on a thursday by monday this video could or this podcast could be could totally be, different yeah, yeah it could be very different but yeah i think the kings the mavericks and the clippers don't have the pure talent on their roster especially the mavericks and the kings with the clippers i think they, they just they, they don't were, have they were, one star but they, they were the one seed it was yeah they were taking the lead by storm if by the all-star break i want to ask this question if by the all-star break the clippers are like the four seed or something is tobias is tobias harris an all-star yeah.
0: he's got to be in the conversation uh, he, right? he definitely
1: has to be in the conversation like but i don't know if his production is going to be yeah as good as these other guys because there are so many spots mm-hmm. like think of last year you had. There, you, are there so but, many players that could fill yeah, the spots? Yeah, that, that could fill the spots. Yeah, because think last year it was, the Western Conference had all, all these guys in the All Star game, and you still had guys left out. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell. You have LeBron now. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. No, that's the Eastern Conference.
0: Oh, uh, but I mean, it's not Eastern and Western Conference wait no, yeah are there, yeah, are it there but it's still the same amount of Eastern yeah, Western yeah, yeah. Conference all right yeah,
1: yeah. yeah my bad I'm saying yeah Western Conference well you got rid of Kawhi you still have DeMar who I think would get a look over Tobias mm-hmm. Harris
0: it's probably fair yeah so
1: yeah those are just two guys who were left out last year who are arguably better players I can't it would it would look really weird to put Devin Booker over Tobias
0: Harris in the all-star game maybe maybe but 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 Devin Booker's gonna fill up the stat sheet more. So I mean, I guess it depends on like what you're valuing from your All Stars. But uh, but yeah, so I, I agree with you though. Clippers are, are three and seven. I think in the last in the last ten games, if I'm looking at that correctly. Um, so they're on a little bit of a slide since being the first seed and. and because they don't really have one star and i get, i don't i don't i'm not sure they really know like on any given night who's going to be the guy that they look to to like put the ball in the basket uh, right. Tobias Harris is averaging 21.5. I think yeah. Lou Will
1: is also averaging something along those lines. But I remember I was talking to someone after we recorded our second ever episode and I said that Tobias Harris was a better player than Lou Williams. And he disagreed, but I, I really don't think so. He's, I, I think yeah. he just he's a more valuable
0: player. Especially because I think that Lou Williams, Lou Williams is a very good scorer, but like outside of that, there's not so much he can do because he's small. So defensively, he's going to struggle. Yeah, and he's he's not that good of a facilitator in terms yeah, of yeah he's playmaking. Really, and but yeah exactly he's, a, like, he's, he's really, a walking bucket. Don't get me exactly wrong. yeah he's a walking bucket and that's kind of it. Whereas I think Tobias Harris brings a little bit yeah. more diversity and is also younger and has more room to improve. Yeah, because we've seen Tobias Harris consistently get better every single season. Yeah, so when looking at the Clippers compared to other teams,
1: like spurs rockets jazz even pelicans yeah. timberwolves these are all teams that are below them i think that the clippers are good roster but they don't really have the star power however mm. who am i to say they were leading the league for or they were leading the western conference for a while there because if you look at this roster they just have a bunch of veterans who just know what to do and are just pretty mm. good nba players you have just guys that just kind of fill their role very well, like yeah. guys like Patrick Beverly, uh, Gallinari, uh, e- e-
0: even bobon has been playing it not d- horrible. Bo- okay, <laughs> bobon Marjanovic, career leader in per. Okay, that that doesn't mean that? anything. That's the I I don't care. Like that is that doesn't mean like that much. I agree, right? But if you look it at doesn't the doesn't other, mean anything? So. Yeah, but like that's just very surprised me. If you look at like the other ten players or the other nine players in that list outside of him. They were all, like, superstars. There yeah. was, like, you know, like, some of the greatest players of all time. And, like, Boban Marjanovic <laughs> okay. is ahead of all of them. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. It, it, it really – it doesn't, that doesn't mean that Boban Marjanovic okay. is the greatest player of all time, yeah. But obviously. Okay. But. Yeah, just going back
1: to this roster, you just have a bunch of guys who are good at what mm-hmm. they do. And not they're not necessarily specialists, but they're NBA vets who just are, like, yeah. guys you want on your team. You have Tobias Harris, Lou Will – Danilo Gallinari, Montrezl Montrez Harrell. We didn't even Harrow. mention him,
0: but he he's been great. He's been putting him putting together a season. Gortat
1: has been okay. P-Bev, like I said, Avery Bradley, who's actually been a bad NBA player ever yeah. since he's gotten traded from the Celtics. He can he can play defense. Luke Mamba, Mute. Yeah, yeah just, these I are mean, just okay. all
0: guys who are, like, let me. Good. Up. I think I think that while well, the Clippers started off the season very strong, and we've seen them on a bit of a slide. I I wouldn't be surprised to see them sort of like, kind of side of the playoff race, maybe entirely. I don't I don't don't see them like really bouncing back. Just get worn down. Yeah. I just
1: think they might get worn down when teams like the Rockets, maybe maybe the Spurs and the Jazz, Pelicans, and Timberwolves just kind of stop underachieving.
0: Yeah. I just think they might just catch up to them just based off pure talent. Yeah. I I agree. And and if that happens. Because because of everything because of the way that the season started, Tobias Harris and, and the other veterans in this team have shown that they can they can create wins. Tobias Harris, like you said, is filling the stash sheet, averaging something like twenty one. Mm-hmm. Does that make some of these guys like like Tobias Harris, maybe, trade targets? He's either
1: uh I, I, I wouldn't say so, unless you have a team that just is offering the Clippers
0: like like a the, lot of picks. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, like, with like, if you're a team that's that's maybe trying to make a push to make the playoffs or something, like I wouldn't really would expect you... that. Yeah, but uh, and is, I'm not even Tobias, sure. Like... The Clippers are gonna have two spots
1: for a max contract this summer. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris wants one of those spots. Is he
0: is he a free agent this summer? Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna get, he's gonna get his
1: he's, get his back. He, he's been traded something like four times in his really? first like six years. Yeah, in the NBA, which I find hilarious. Mm-hmm. All right, good for him. Yeah. All right, also, I want to talk about the the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. They're the nine seed right now. I just don't think they have it. They're arguably their best player is a rookie. You also yeah. have some solid guys like Wesley Matthews, who's also like horribly inefficient. John Drew Jordan's a good a good role player, but he hasn't he hasn't looked like one of yeah. the best centers in the league or anything. Well, so. Yeah, but he hasn't looked like that for like two years. But mm. I just don't think they really have it. I think as the sample size gets bigger they'll stray from like the general median or whatever i don't know yeah we learned in math i agree i mean yeah
0: yeah, i I think they had they came out of the gates blazing sort of sort of shocking the world because luca was just playing so great and i think that he'll he, he will continue to do that but as a rookie who's gonna have off games and then some games where he just sets the world on fire like it's there's gonna be inconsistencies. You're gonna take some bad losses, and you're gonna have some very surprising wins. And a team like that is gonna have a tougher time making the playoffs than just a team that's very consistent in there and you know and yeah. how good they are.
1: However, uh, Rick Carlisle is a good coach, mm-hmm. but I think that Agreed, will yeah. keep them afloat for another what, like exactly. fifteen games. The,
0: the King or the the Mavericks are gonna fall off the face of the earth, but. I think that it's going to be harder for them to make all of a sudden a push where they win 10 straight games than it would be for some other for another team like right, that. I think they might fall off the like face the of the earth
1: in relation to the west because if you lose like 5 out of 7 games in the west, that's considered falling off the face of the earth because everyone else won
0: just won 5 out of 7 games. You're not wrong. <laughs> I right, that's kind of true. Um and then all right, so so would you say Right now the Spurs are sort of right on the fringe of the playoffs or the eighth seed. Would you... I know you said before the season that, that, that you thought they were going to miss the playoffs. Do you Would you the stick the, by that? Murray out, out for the year? Uh,
1: I think so. I'll, I'll look, I'll look. I think he is. Yeah, that, I'm point pretty guard sure. si- that point guard situation has been a bit iffy. Uh, I think Bryn, Forms, Bryn Forbes has stepped up a little bit. DeMar's improved on his playmaking. I, they've, they've looked okay. I think the fact that they're 17 and 15 can greatly be attributed to, to greg popovich and i think rudy gay has been more efficient this year which i think was good otherwise i would say the spurs i think they're kind of going to keep on keeping on be one of those like slightly above 500 teams but in the west that might get you a nine mm-hmm. seed so i don't really know
0: yeah DeJounte more deshante murray tore his acl so after this season yeah okay um yeah. All right. Sure. So, so, so the Spurs. I, I think we can agree. Like, might be a team that that could fall off. But, but like, it, it's, it's hard to predict. It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to, it's hard to count pop out left. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kings. then the Kings. I actually had the Kings that, as a team that could like sort of maybe they're sixteen be or 15, in competition. which is awesome. I'm I so know, happy for them because the thing is the, the Kings are sixteen and fifteen, and they're the eleventh seed. So so I had the. The thing I had the Kings is not a team that could sort of fall out of the competition, but the team that could sort of get back into it just by like being a team that's a little bit above five hundred. That should make you in playoff competition normally. Like,
1: I d- just- I don't think they have the talent. I think they're just too young. I think De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. has been playing great and stuff, but I think Buddy Healed might just stop making all of his shots. I that's think- true. He's had a very good. I start. I think I said this name wrong. You were lying. B- Bajink- Bialita, uh, B- yeah, B- yeah, B- Alita, I think he he's might shooting, just he might just stop like making fifty yeah. five too. He, he yeah. might just stop making all of his yeah, shots. Agreed.
0: Yeah, I- and 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 also the, you have to think about Marvin Bagley. While he's not starting, they're still playing him something like 20, 25 minutes a game. Like, yeah. uh, like I said for Luca, like relying heavily on a on a rookie is just not that consistent of a thing. And, and also like D- uh, De Fox, who's been probably their best offensive player. Is also like a second year guy. Buddy Heald is like a yeah, third or fourth year guy. Like I don't think so they, they've arrived yet. a lot of but, yeah, g- exactly. good for them. Good exactly. for them. I'm they're, very happy. that This they're, is so promising. Like just more than anything. Like honestly, this, this just shows where, this you. This is
1: where the sun should
0: be, in my opinion. Maybe. I mean, like it just shows you that like in a couple years, like how how good this Kings team could be when when all of these guys are really like hitting their stride and have become have become like experienced NBA players. Also, I'm pretty sure they don't have their draft pick this year.
1: I'm pretty sure so so yeah, so, to d- the so they're not
0: picks. gonna tank. Yeah. they're gonna
1: go all out. Yeah, yeah. so
0: you're playing for something. Mm-hmm. You're not so, playing yeah. for your draft pick. I think I think I would I would predict that the that the Kings won't make the playoffs just because the West is so competitive. I just think they'll run out of gas. Hmm. And and also yeah, I think that it's it's hard for a a young team that started off the season so 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 well to really keep it up. But we'll see. We're hoping. That they, I. I know. I think I speak for both of us that I hope the Kings continue to play very well and um, be a pleasant surprise. Um, other teams that could make their way sort of higher up the rankings. I would
1: Rockets. Yeah, they're I sixteen would, fourteen right now, and they are like. Being 16 and 14. That's like barely above 500, which is underachieving for the Rockets. But that 16 14 record includes 7 and 3 in the last 10 games. Yeah. And they're on a what? 4 4 game win streak? I don't I know. I think it's 5. 5. So yeah, they've been James Harden has been playing like the like the reigning MVP that he is. Yeah. Great for him. I'm very happy. 5 game win streak, yeah. 5 game win streak. And I think oh, I want the Rockets to be back. Just I like the way their team is built.
0: Yeah, and and last year I also I also think at least for me like last year the Rockets were one game and like one CP three injury away from beating beating the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. So like at, over the course of the last couple of seasons the the Rockets have looked like the closest to thing to the Warriors stopper that we've seen. So I want to see them back partially for that reason. I don't think that they would beat the Warriors in a seven game series this year just because they've been much more shaky in general, but um i don't it's still it's still just like another team to sit in the warriors yeah. way if they're back we, and we all want the rockets to to be good enough to challenge the warriors
1: <laughs> not even
0: not even that like if the warriors won that i'd be like the one the finals that i'd be upset or something i just want to see good competition i don't want to see the warriors sweep the playoffs like like give me like give me some like seven game series where the warriors have to work for it yeah more than anything like last year yeah exactly Mm -hmm. I, Um, I
1: think they could be doing this if James Harden continues this streak and also if they just start making their shots. I still think they need to make a trade like what the Wizards just did. They need yeah. That, they need to get they need to get a competent
0: wing. They need their they need their three and D wings. PJ this, Tucker. The Rockets the Rockets as we've seen over the course of the last couple of years have been so reliant on their three yeah, and D wings and they're relying so heavily on PJ yeah, Tucker right but, now. But right now yeah they, they don't, need another PJ Tucker and <laughs> they, they need, don't have that. They don't have any yeah. other talent on the wing position. They're they're relying PJ uh, PJ Tucker as, like 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 he's a star or something. Or, yeah. Which like he's 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 a very he's a very important and useful role player. But like. Not saying it's irreplaceable, so they yeah. need something. I think they, that, they could
1: trade for someone in a few weeks or or a month or something. Yeah, for someone mm-hmm. like Kent Bazemore, I know he's overpaid. Someone like Kent Bazemore, Kelly Oubre would have been someone nice, except yeah. he's young, so his value would be too high for what they would want. Maybe like some someone along the lines of last year's Damari Carroll, because Damari mm-hmm. Carroll like is suddenly yeah, yeah, bad yeah. again, mm-hmm. but yeah what something like along right,
0: that a, line think about this we just sort of talked about joe harris before the before the episode i'm just about like joe harris is like has been one of the best like shooters this in the league this year like for some reason would he Are you would, saying as would, like, a, as like a, as something like i that think would he's fit a on the shooting rockets. guard though i mean i, I don't, know I don't but is. there's but there's no reason that you couldn't like play him off the bench as just another shooter i mean yeah, yeah, right. Uh, like right. I, I don't know, like just a, just another player like that who's just like oh, a okay. plug and play. Jo- Joe like...
1: Harris is six six.
0: I think maybe yeah. you could get away with that playing small forward. And, and and I don't think that Joe Harris is like actually a great defender. But I'm just thinking that like another like lethal shooter would be very useful there for this team. Also, but I'm in their su- defense. Twenty six three pointers last night. Yeah, so that was insane. Maybe maybe um, we're honestly, wrong and they don't need it. I commented I this on
1: like Bleacher Report or something under our space. Space the Floor account follow at Space the Floor podcast on Instagram. By the way, <laughs> I basically said we all know the Warriors are going to break it next week. I'm pretty sure that's that happened last time. Either when the Rockets broke it last year, then the Warriors the Cavs, broke it. Did the Cavs oh, break yeah. it one time? That was know. that was a playoff record, though. I think when, when the Cavs, the Warriors, or the Rockets, one of them broke yeah. the three point record. And one of the other two teams broke it. I think within like four games <laughs> or something last year. I feel like that's just going to happen. The Warriors are just going to say like, screw it, and just go out. <laughs> and get like 28 threes or something like that just one night just why not yeah um we'll oh see. also i wanted to incorporate this new segment that will that we could do every week basically mm-hmm. just this like insta post of the week where we right. just describe this instagram post that we saw on on instagram about some asset some facet of the nba yeah and just say if it's like bs or not and just give our thoughts today's one comes from at bball realm on instagram and it says it's just a picture of james harden and says proving the haters wrong featuring james harden and there are two kind of things that people usually say yeah and he gives two responses to it the first one is that people say quote he only scores a lot of points because of free throws and his response to this is that He is a top three. He's a top three player this season in terms of points per game without free throws incorporated, only behind Curry and LeBron. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if that's factual behind Curry or LeBron. I know it was. um, I thought I saw him at second on another post recently, but I know that's true.
0: He's in the top three. I would argue though, like even even like whether that whether you know it doesn't even really matter. Like okay, where he places without free throws, but like I'm kind of I'm a little bit tired of people saying like oh, I don't like James Harden because he all of his points are on free throws. Like, you have to have respect for the guy because of the because he draws on free throws. I think he could be the GOAT at drawing fouls. Exactly. Like, like, that is something that's not, like, a negative towards this game. That's, like, a positive. The way in which he is able to always get a call, just manipulate his body midair, you know, sort of just, like, twist, stick an arm here, there. Like, I don't even know what it is about it. But, like, he seems to just draw fouls at will. And yeah. what even, even if you don't like to watch that, which I'm I don't really like to watch it, like it's kind of a little bit like it slows down the game and like you'd rather see just like clean basketball, I guess. It's still like he's win that that's that's part of how he wins games, part of how he scores points, and it's just like that's part of his game. That's part of what he does so well yeah. and what makes him one, like a, a consistent MVP candidate. Yeah, and e- even if people want to say that, I think that's a good response by Beagle Rum because yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a good, fair defense. By I the agree. way,
1: Giannis, who I, he might be leading the league in points. I'm not sure. He's he's top three. Mm-hmm. He on this list. I saw in a different post. He's like number ten or something. So you could Maybe say that less. about Giannis
0: more than James yeah. Harden, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Which is very interesting. Like, to, but to be fair, like Giannis is so dominant inside that at times, like it, you just kind of have to hack him. Otherwise, it's yeah. too easy points. And sometimes it's Two easy points plus a free throw instead. Okay, b B-ball
1: Re- B-ball Realm's hater line number two. Quote, he can't play defense. The factual response that he says to this is averaging 2 point... That James Harden is averaging 2.2 steals per game and 0.5 blocks per game. Plus holding opponents to under 40% from 20 feet or over.
0: This I- is definitely
1: the more flawed yeah, response. I showed this to you before the episode. This is... Yeah. I think this is very stupid. Because... Three, three. Every part about this is stupid. He's three parts: the steals per game, the blocks per game, and the percentage from twenty feet or over. The first part about this is stupid. Talking about steals per game, steals per game does not equal good defense. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, everyone you ask would say is a better, better defender than Stephen Curry. Klay Thompson, for the past like five years, has averaged one steal per game, and Stephen Curry, for the past five years, has averaged two steals per game. That mm-hmm. doesn't make that doesn't really equate yeah. like a good defender with steals that that's not really a thing james mm-hmm. harden this is unrelated to this post kind of but i think what he's trying to say with the blocks per game is that oh he's like strong he's a presence on the inside one that doesn't matter for for guards the only relevant shot blocking guard in the nba is probably john wall or like some yeah. like dwayne wade back in the back in his day but 0.5 blocks per game that's just kind of stupid. James Harden is a good post defender but that's not what this is trying to say last thing talking about holding opponents to under 40 percent from 20 feet or over that's league average right yeah
0: because uh, (laughs) we talked about this i think the the The, the nba three-point
1: line is 21.75 i thought it was 23 oh yeah 23.75 yeah so that's like either long twos which is the inefficient shot to begin with or threes, which mm-hmm. league average is like thirty five percent or a little bit yeah. less, the, like just inside the three point. twos are like the most inefficient shot in basketball. Yeah, like, and, and a lot of the times they're taken out of desperation because no yeah. one wants to take them. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about threes, a phenomenal three point shooter in the NBA shoots like thirty nine percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, that's also it, under league 40%. average. Is like not much over thirty. Yeah, you could. So like the fact that James Harden is only is is holding uh opponents his, his opponents to 40% from over 20 feet that's like saying, not saying that much yeah that's
1: just saying he's not like the worst defender in the NBA like anything that's like
0: kind of average like it maybe even a little bit below average yeah,
1: yeah it like it, 40%
0: yeah. that like that might be a little bit high
1: yeah that i just think that's kind of dumb so i'm kind of going uh with a denial on this second point yeah
0: so i think i think we can agree that like the first the first hater line his defense for james harden pretty valid the second one stupid Kind of tripping. <laughs> um, all right. D- do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right. So, so um, this is gonna be a little bit of I think of a longer episode. We're gonna go really, really quickly over the Eastern Conference play. No,
1: I I only want to really ask w- one question. I, d- yeah. I don't want to spend the whole time on the Eastern Conference. I would say, are the Pacers real? Because they are currently tied for the three seed, or w- half a game behind the three seed, and ahead of the Celtics. And they have been playing well. I think they beat Toronto Mm
0: -hmm. by,
1: like, 20 or something without Victor Oladipo. Yeah. I think they are kind of the real deal,
0: and I think they'll get past the first round, especially with the Cavs gone. I agree. Um, I I think that that they are the real deal. I don't think they'll finish as a top four seed because I think that the Boston Celtics will pick it up in the, the remainder of the season. They've sort of started to figure things out. Um, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10. This is the Celtics. So I would assume that they would... That because they've been so hot recently, the Celtics would... Th- that means they, they were 10-10 and 10 before before these last 10 games. So I would assume the, the Celtics would pass out the Pacers. I think that the, they might even get higher than that. So the top four seeds will probably be Toronto, Milwaukee, um, Philadelphia, and Boston. Not in that order. Something like that. I think that Indiana will still finish at number 5 because I don't think... I think they'll be a close 5 with the Bucks. I think the, buck, think the No, no the, sorry sorry the with Sixers the, with the Sixers yeah okay the Sixers are probably the fourth. Seed. So you think you think there's a chance that that the Pacers pass out the Sixers? Yeah, all I right. Think so. I, th- I think I would disagree with that just because I think that as they as they start, the Sixers start to mess with Jimmy Butler better that I think they'll, oh, they'll yeah, continue
1: yeah. to get better. That's valid. That's um, right. I just and, think
0: the
1: I don't know the Pacers are just such like a well built team. Everyone knows what they have to do. They have a superstar. Or, sorry they, they have a they have an all-star yeah i don't know if i would call oladipo a superstar they have a bunch of guys who are just very good at what they do kind of like yeah. the clippers but
0: Demondas sabonis has really stepped up the season
1: yeah miles turner has been stepping it up offensively you have wings like mcdermott bogdanovich yeah guys like kylo quinn who were phenomenal on our knicks mm-hmm. team aren't getting minutes yeah which i think yeah. is
0: interesting tyreek evans isn't even
1: getting that much minutes with darren Collison. And and i
0: think also part of it is like the teams below them, like the Magic, um, Hornets, and Pistons, like while the Pistons have looked very good, like Blake Griffin is playing out of his mind right now, the best season he's had in years. I don't think any of those three teams are really going to be no. serious contenders to those top five that we just mentioned. Yeah, no one's catching them. So, and. and Washington looks like maybe they will start to to play be playing better. I think they're making a push to start winning games again with this a trade, but it's really a wild card. Yeah. I don't think
1: anyone can really and guess.
0: And even so, like the the Wizards are twelve and twenty right now, so it will be very hard for them to pass out the Pacers going going forward. Yeah, I, I I do not see that happening. So maybe I think the Pacers might be playing a little bit better <coughs> than they will play the rest of the season. But their sa- their spot as a top five seed in the East is probably very safe.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. All
0: right. Thank you for listening
1: to this episode of Space to Floor NBA Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and thanks for listening. And if you're listening on YouTube, like this video and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. That'd be dope. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and on Twitter at Space to Floor. And we hope you enjoyed. My name is Connor Yelin, And I'm Connor Flannery. And see you next time. Peace.